0: Today's episode of the Happy Zen Podcast is brought to you by the Story Engine. Say goodbye to writer's block. Stop struggling and start creating. Generate story ideas, creative writing prompts, and D&D campaign ideas in seconds with the Story Engine Deck. Head to storyenginedeck.com and use the promo code HAPPYZEN to get 10% off your entire order just for being a fan of our show. And now, on to the episode. Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt. We had an entirely different episode planned, or more or less, somewhat planned. We had something planned. There really Uh,
1: really was a plan for people. There was a plan.
0: And we were going to record either today or like within. The whole thing, for once, we literally had to bump what we were going to do. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll get into your point of view of how this unfolded for you. But for me, so last night I was watching, uh, I came home from work and the Game Awards uh, were on. I had forgotten. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll watch that because I'll get some stuff we'll talk about on the podcast, which again, that was going to be something I was going to talk about. It won't be now uh, because while I was doing that, I had my Twitter window open. And I, I have to think, there hasn't been this much announcements out of Disney since man phase when they announced phase three, maybe, maybe phase two of the Marvel stuff. Like it was just, there's not bam, there's, bam, bam. It was, no. it was constant. Like every couple minutes, there was something came out for like two hours straight.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't even go that far. I think I don't think that anything's been like this at all that they've done. Not this, this level and amount and, these are all huge titles and, I, and, and, I, and we're going to dig through some of this, but I still feel, and I'm going to preface this, this is Disney getting ready to not need the theaters anymore. Th-
0: that, that might be a conversation we have on our, uh, on our next episode, which will entitle everything else besides pretty much uh, this. But so we decided because there was so much coming out, there was no way we were going to do our regular episode, uh, as well as go through this. Uh, and yeah, as you said, like maybe not this size of announcement before, just because it was not only the Marvel stuff, but it was the Disney branded stuff. It was the Pixar stuff. It was the, the Lucasfilm stuff. There was announcements from every division, uh, of, of Disney, uh, Hulu and, and FX and everything. So, uh, yeah. So we're just going to start banging through this and hopefully we can contain this to a reasonable length of time. Um, Again, we'll get into this detail either maybe at the end of this or on the next episode. But obviously, uh, the other big announcement that was about a week ago now was the Warner Brothers and HBO Max announcement where in the U.S. anyways, uh, all Warner Brothers movies for 2021 are going uh, release simultaneously on HBO Max as well as in theaters where theaters are available uh for for 30 days i believe and then after that it goes into the normal uh pay-per-view windows and that sort of thing. In Canada, unfortunately, we uh don't have that option. Ours is basically uh right now Crave has most of the HBO Max content but what we get will be basically the same time as if uh it had been in the theaters and then was released. So probably like 3 4 5 months after the actual release which is it sucks um because it means these movies are going to really not do well in Canada because I'll, I can't imagine there's a many people going to theaters and especially now with a lot of our uh larger cities not able to have theaters open or both it, died yeah it, it just seems silly so that was a week ago
1: do, do you feel like a week ago Warner Brothers does this announcement and they have the infographic with I think it was like five or six titles so it looked kind of busy and they're like you know this is the big thing we're gonna do we're gonna put them all to our streaming service we're gonna give them to you equally like because it is theater and streaming on same day so you could do either yep. or yep. so they're like yeah we're gonna do this great thing And the Disney executives were sitting in the offices. They're just planning their speeches. They looked at this and went, hold my beer. And they walked up and just took magnets of every title. And they just put them all on one fucking board and went, this is what we're going to announce. It was just everything.
0: I actually think it's the other way around. I think Warner Brothers knew this announcement was coming. And this was their play to try to get some sort of attention before.
1: I don't know because that's like, hey, look at that army up there with <laughs> automatic weapons, and you walk up in the middle of the field and fire your slingshot at them. Like, what the <laughs> fuck was the point of that? If you knew that, there's no sense. You had, yeah. you you were best off to say, next year we release nothing, and <laughs> fade to black. Homer Simpson into the hedge just for I 2021, mean, and then come back out later.
0: <laughs> they have a pretty impressive lineup that's coming out and we'll get into the Disney stuff. The difference obviously is with Disney is they're still releasing things in theaters and not strictly streaming. They haven't completely cut it off yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Even you said yet. So that's the, the the whole
0: world basically for the theater world changed in the last two weeks. Yeah. And we talked about the wonder woman thing kind of being the, the start of that. Uh, and now we have Warner brothers and Disney. So it's, It's going to be a very interesting year. We've got basically the next year, two years, uh, for the Disney uh, umbrella kind of laid out. I'm sure there'll be other surprises. Um, I guess to start with, we should say Disney is, at least in Canada, is bumping the price of Disney Plus by $3 a month. Um, However, they're finally introducing something that we've been lacking in Canada, and that is Hulu. Although now it's going to be called Star. Everywhere outside of America is called Star. So it'll be another section under Disney+, like Lucasfilm and Marvel and Pixar. Uh, and the idea is it's going to be the adult content, the 20th Century Fox, or what was formerly 20th Century Fox, uh, FX, the Hulu programming. That is to be under the Star banner, and they're going to have tools so that you can restrict that so your kids can't get to it, blah, blah, blah. But this fills that hole that we've been talking about for the past year that Disney owns these catalog of movies like Alien and Predator and Die Hard that they can't stream or they won't stream. So this will be interesting to see, but it's going to be a $3 bump. But when we go through this list, it's – I mean, you'd be – I don't – the 2020 has been conservatively shit for Disney+. Plus. There have been some good things and certainly the back catalog has been good, but there has not been a lot of new content. Uh, this is the answer to that. Uh, 2021 and 2022 look to be jam-packed uh, pretty much from start to finish. In fact, pretty much starting this month uh, with yeah. The Mandalorian Season 2 and then going forward, I think.
1: You got it. Uh, so... I I, 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 start this. I know. It's like <clears throat> it's just a giant pile of is everything because... We're going to give you I a mean, little crazy part as aside as we were to head into the titles and talk about some of the content and we'll break it down, I think by like studio, maybe like their internal studios or whatever. But even what we're giving you, I still feel like there's more that they haven't told us. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's the best part because they have done, hey, here's the next 10 years, but you know, there might be some secrets in there, and the secrets are probably even bigger than what they gave us, because that's just how they roll this shit out.
0: So, I mean, it's basically, this was the Disney Christmas present, I think, basically. Yeah, and, it, and, it, looked, and it's looked, really yeah. the answer to a lot of the complaints people had, I think, with Disney+. Plus, I think, I think they're really trying to address that.
1: Biden but, won, Trump lost, let's celebrate, here you go.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or or if it had gone the other way we'll try to help you out as best we can.
1: <laughs> yeah, one title. <laughs> okay. So, where do we want to start? Let's I, I mean, so I've got right now because
0: it was the only way I could think of to do it was I basically have right now the um the Disney uh Twitter account chronologically working from oldest to newest because this was sort of where right. I saw each announcement as they came in and we can discuss and, and go into more detail, but uh, the first one they, they showed yesterday or uh, released to, to talk about was uh, Raya. And the, so it's Disney stuff yep. uh, it was Raya and the last dragon, which looks to be uh, an animated movie. Looks like they're doing the same thing they did with Mulan with the premiere access. So it'll be in theaters yep. as well as Disney plus if you pay the, the extra money. And that's March 5th. I know nothing about this movie, to be honest with you. Maybe you know more about it because kids. Little,
1: I, no, not because the kids are too old now, but I, I have heard a little bit about it, um, but not enough to say anything. Other than it's, it's, it's probably going to be one of those titles that spawns, you know, the stuffed animals, the books, and the the, the toys for the kids, no problem. And little girls will, you know, cap, be captivated by it, uh, and little boys will will also celebrate. So it's it's just their magic, their magic, introducing some new characters, some new lore. It's about how I see it.
0: Yeah, I would say I'm. I'm happy. A, it's not just another uh, rehash of something they've already done. Interesting. It's not, or at least it doesn't look to be a Pixar uh, project. Oh uh, no, it's
1: a, it's a Disney one, yep. and it's it's another. How do I put it? It's an, it's their new generation of princesses, right? Where these princesses yep. are more.
0: Covering different uh, ethnicities and, and <laughs> backgrounds and that sort of thing.
1: They're not pampered, oh glass slipper type princesses. These ones are like carving their own path type princesses. So total strong, independent, confident emu- uh, women to be emulated by young girls. So it's mm-hmm. it's the brand. It's on brand, on point with the direction they've been heading in. So it's good. It looks good
0: uh next up there was the announcement about disney plus adding uh star which again i didn't know what that was right away but it is basically hulu uh outside of america so that's interesting um there is a disney oh no this is a star program or hulu program uh only murders in the building uh let's see it's steve martin martin short and selena gomez no idea i don't know if that's a live production kind of thing because i know they've been doing a lot of stage stuff uh we've got the docudrama i think also coming on star of that uh elizabeth holmes the oh what the hell what was she in she they did that hbo documentary about her where she had that scam company about the blood work uh testing uh anyways kate mckinnon's gonna be in that uh, a lot of Star stuff, which, again, is Hulu, uh, some more adult stuff. Something called Dope Sick, uh, which is a drama series with Rosario Dawson, and Michael Keaton and Peter Sarsgaard. And then we get into probably where we'll spend a good chunk of our time, and that is the uh, Star Wars stuff. And the first of which is a sort of spinoff. To The Mandalorian, which is uh, Rangers of the New Republic, mm-hmm. which it, all I know is that it takes place within the timeline of The Mandalorian, and I haven't seen any of the second season of The Mandalorian, so I'm, I am have no idea.
1: Oh. oh my God, I should have made you watch that before we did this, because um, that would make complete sense. So this, th- those that have watched Mandalorian second season, you're up to the most current episode minus uh, chapter 13, which is what we're, where we are right now, I think, for the episode versus our recording. Um, this rangers, of the new Republic, you've already been introduced to a couple of them. And one of the guys is the, the guy who plays the dad in Kim's convenience, by the way. Um, but anyway, so you've been introduced to them. You have oh, I think I saw
0: it. the promo shot of him flying yeah. an X-wing or something. So
1: you've, you've been introduced to a couple of them and you, you get a sense of what they're trying to accomplish. So we won't go into it because it's a spoiler for you, but uh, get your ass together and watch that because the second season of Mandalorian has absolutely kicked the shit out of the first season it's amazing um and that's not just because of ahsoka
0: okay well i guess that leads into my next one which is ahsoka which is uh, by the way amazing another uh, obviously set in the same timeline as the mandalorian um I, with Rosario yeah, I Dawson.
1: And you and I will have to come back to this because I have a lot of theories of where they're going to set her storyline because they, they, they gave a lot of Easter eggs in this one particular episode where they, they, they revealed her. And it was good because they did a great reveal. I'm just going to leave it at that for you. Um, there's no guessing and no waiting and you get lots of content. I'm just going to leave you with that. Uh, but in that, she kinda, they drop a lot of Easter eggs where really setting up a storyline that's probably going to run tangent. I don't think it's going to be – it could probably dip in and out of Mandalorian, but I think she's going to be able to dip in and out of all of these. I think she's going to be able to go into Mandalorian, into her own, into the Rogue uh, Squadron bit. So I think you're going to get multiple. You get her storyline that they're going to give you, but I think you're going to see extra episodes of her in other shit tying it all together.
0: So basically, what you're saying is Rosario Dawson is going to play the same role that she played in the Netflix Marvel uh, universe, where she yeah. popped in and out of all the different shows, but
1: but, but more prominent, yeah, more, pro- I, more more important of a character.
0: I haven't watched any of the, and I know I I should like Clone Wars and um, what's Even the other one? Rebels. Even just Reb- Rebels, Rebels, Rebels.
1: You, you can actually skip Clone Wars. I hate to say it, because a lot of people are big fans of Clone Wars. You can watch like the first and last season of Clone Wars. I, I hate to say that, but you can't because there's a lot of seasons there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then jump right into Rebels and you'll be comfortable with the lore. Because the Rebels lore that they did, like what they did in Rebels, has way more direct tie into Mandalorian. And by looks of things, will be tied into um, uh, Ahsoka and will be tied into uh, this uh, uh, Re- Re- uh, Rogue Squad, Rogue, whatever it's called. Rogue Squadron, or Rangers of the New Republic. Rangers of the New Republic, yeah. yeah. So um, I think that would really set you up. You watch Rebels. Because I also think we're going to get more characters. So there's already been characters in Season 2 of Mandalorian that were directly from Rebels. Mm-hmm. And there's been more than just Ahsoka. And um, they, they they have teased there might be other big characters, including like Jedi-type people, uh, that may end up from that.
0: Is she in anything um i know she's not in any of the films uh no. is she in anything besides rebels and like the animated stuff was she in any of the books or anything i, I really don't not, know i
1: not to my knowledge my knowledge she was clone wars and then she was rebels and she was basically the birth of david filoni uh-huh. so he he was he created her for clone wars right he carried her into rebels and now him and george lucas and george lucas uh, had something to do with it too because they were both on set for the day that Rosario Dawson walked on in costume, really, and and, it, yeah, and they both said like the birth. This is the birth of the new character. Because I think this is ah- so- Ahsoka is going to be a massive thread for this secondary universe, or wherever you want to call it, this sub universe. The, the you know, the alternate storyline that they're giving us. So this is going to tie together the the off Like Clone Wars basically starts a trajectory of a sequence of events, and you're going to get Ahsoka is really the the, the the, the principal lead on that and then if you walk her through you walk her through rebels now you see that she's going to be able to thread through mandalorian i think she's going to thread through uh the, new, the rangers the new republic and i got a sneaking suspicion a couple of the other titles that they have lined up that we're going to get into i think she's the thread that goes through all of that
0: okay one i did i, I think i maybe knew that this was coming but i'd forgotten about it um they're doing the uh, Andor series, which is the character from Rogue One. Obviously, I guess it'd be a prequel to that because last I checked, nobody made it out alive uh, of that movie. Spoiler. Uh, that comes out in 2022. Um, so presumably, I, I'm, I'm not sure the time frame of that. I guess probably well, shortly can, before the movie.
1: Yeah, You get Mon Mothma back too.
0: Right, right, yeah, because you're you're somewhere between episode three and four, right? I guess yep. in theory.
1: Yep. And again, this is an interesting timeline because Ahsoka could end up in this because remember her timeline is from the end of when Vader, t- like she was Anakin's apprentice when he was still good. Okay, that's who she is. So he was, she was his Padawan. And so then when he turns, right, in Rebels, when the storyline of Rebels takes place, the cartoon, Darth Vader is a thing, and they end up, Rebels brush up against Vader a few times, and she ends up being a big component of protecting those Rebels from Vader, and she confronts Anakin at some point when she's actually a gray Jedi. So it's a big deal. And then the whole thing with Rebels ends, and I'll leave it there because it's really worth a watch, folks, um, and then she then leaves that. So then you get Luke, right? So while Luke is around, um, Ahsoka's off in the galaxy somewhere, right? Because she, she's essentially about 10 to 15 years younger than Anakin. Okay. Okay. So that makes her like 25, 30 years younger than Obi-Wan, something like that. So when you give that time, so when you think of like New Hope and shit, okay, Obi Wan, you can argue is like seventy years old, give or take, right? So she's probably like 40, 45 mm-hmm. when New Hope takes place. So a Mandalorian takes place. She's like supposed to be like in that range of forty to fifty, basically. So that so you, so you get a timeline of her life, right? Mm-hmm. She can weave in and out of all this shit, and it, and it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because obviously. She hasn't popped up in any of the films, but in, like, as you said, she was clearly around during at least the time frame of and, three and to four she, of them.
1: And they wrote her in such a way, she's the character that flirted with the gray, the middle, more than anybody, more than Anakin. She actually figured out how to live in the middle, not, you know, light or dark. And it's really unique how she did that. Even as a cartoon, she was so well written in the stuff she went into. So for them to translate that into film, it's going to be great. Kill more television whatever like I, I call everything they do film nowadays look at the quality of it um, so anyways yeah sorry i am just super excited because one they cast the perfect person for it I mean it's ridiculous yeah I've seen um, some
0: shots it definitely looks pretty bang on from uh, from the little that I've, I have know of the character and what I've seen
1: she's just, she's just a good actress to begin with she can pull anything off so when you give her this to play with and like the trust they've given her and she respects the character they've given her like and the trust they've placed in her for this I think she's probably fully aware of how much further of a thing this is. It, just as a side note, did you not notice that Rosario Dawson has a droid in real life now? No. Oh my god, go follow her Instagram. She has one of those uh autonomous robot um like cart things. So the thing is like a, a giant cube that automatically opens up, you put your stuff in it, and it automatically follows you. Like it's tied to you. I don't know if it's like Bluetooth or wireless or whatever but it's a complete AI robot that holds your stuff, locks it and follows you like a droid for fuck's sakes. She owns one. So she's walking down the street to New York city with an orange and white fucking droid.
0: (laughs) The world is passing me by. I don't know. She's
1: she's going hard. She's going hard into her character prep for a (laughs) soak. Next week, she's going to walk down the street with a fucking lightsaber. Mm -hmm. But anyways, but she might do rogue first.
0: Well, uh, you kind of touched on this. This was, uh, some of this was a surprise and some of it wasn't. The part that wasn't a surprise was that we were pretty sure there was going to be some sort of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi something. We assumed originally movie, because I think at the time that was the original idea, uh, Ewan McGregor was supposed to come back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's now a series that takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. The big reveal yesterday, though, for it, besides it being a series, was that Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader.
1: Which I mean that's awesome. I, I,
0: I, I guess my question is, what is he doing? If he's in this, like, it won't be him in the suit, I don't think. No, or well, maybe it will be.
1: Uh, rest his soul, they need somebody in the suit.
0: Right. But he's not a huge guy.
1: He's big enough, it, and it keeps it to context. Plus, in this day and age, they, they make Tom Cruise look like he's six feet tall.
0: Yeah, I mean, is it just a case of we're going to see a lot more unmasked Vader, I guess, and it'll You're, be him?
1: Because he won't be as decayed, right? He'll still be early decay mm-hmm. on the face, right? So you get a bit more of the face concept. Um, Maybe also, some more
0: flashbacks and stuff like that as well.
1: Also, Ewan McGregor kind of oh. wanted this. He was, this was part of his condition for coming back, you know?
0: I saw a a really good tweet today. It was three uh, entertainment news headlines. One was, I think, 2000 and I think it was 2014. And it was Ewan McGregor quoted saying, like, I never want to see another fucking Star Wars thing. I never sign anything else. I've seen the movie once. I hate it. Then the next one was like, I think last year or earlier this year, it was Ewan McGregor divorcing and it's going to be a costly one. And then the third one was Ewan McGregor signs on for Obi-Wan Kenobi series and he's so happy about it.
1: Well, (laughs) granted, all of that is probably very, very true. But I really appreciate the fact that he, he, he he did put a condition in or he did put his foot down that he wanted Hayden Christensen back and that he needed to be included. And I, I kinda like that because I think this will give Hayden Christensen, Christensen a chance to work with a lot of these great new minds that are working very delicately with the title to preserve and to you know build out the universe in a way that no one's complained yet. Because I mean, Rogue One, no one's complaining over Rogue One. The the cartoons, Rebels and stuff, Mandalorian, you go through the titles, no one's really complaining. Solo, that's eh, sketchy, but at the end of the day, it wasn't horrible. It was just people, I think, had a really high bar for what they wanted for that Kessel run, and I think that you just had to remember it was a fucking spaceship flying straight to Kessel run. Um, so, but anyways, with all that being said, you know, I don't count the the other three movies, which I don't have any real problems with, but just at the end of the day, like we think what they're doing with this this content on Disney Plus, like they, they are really cultivating something that they're hoping is going to be like another 10 years of stuff. So I like the idea of him getting a chance to go into that content because I don't think he was horrible. Anakin was supposed to be a big shit. So he played it well and you can't hate him for that. He's supposed to be a wormy, skivy pain in the ass, delinquent overgrown adolescent who wants his own fucking way, which he ends up turning to the dark side to get it. That's kind of what he was supposed to do. I don't know what everybody else wanted her to that. I'm yeah, to
0: do I think the only thing I guess you could make the argument is because he is supposed to have essentially a redemptive arc, you maybe think less of him deserving it. But what I will say and agree with you on is I do think it it definitely gives him that chance to redeem himself in the eyes of those who do think that it it wasn't you know, a good performance. Maybe now he'll get a chance to, and you know what? Let's be honest. Those prequel movies, a lot of that is shitty dialogue, which was not the actor's fault and not great directing. You know, say what you will about George Lucas. Yes. He created a, a, an amazing world, but arguably he did not create or direct the best star Wars properties. Uh, So, It'll be interesting to see. I I have no problem with him having that opportunity. I guess I'm just more confused as to where he himself will actually be showed up. Like if he's in the full suit, you know, are you going to notice? Also, what are they doing with the voice? Like, I mean, obviously it's early, you know, yet. But what what voice will we hear? Are they going to modify his voice? Are they going to? I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a way to just change your voice to James Earl Jones at this point and, and use that. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. I it's the Hayden Christensen thing thing kind of came out of nowhere. Cause really too. Like I haven't, have you seen him in anything in like 10 years? I can't think of anything I've seen him in.
1: Uh, he was in one of those um, expedition races that I watched okay. um, like 10 years ago with his sister <laughs> and, and he did another title with Dennis Quaid around the time of that, but I don't remember where else he's been in. But last time I checked, he's just in a farm in Ontario now. Yeah, I think he's in Uxbridge. And you know what? To be honest, I, 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 I thumbs up, man. I hope this guy gets a chance to redeem his arc. Cause I don't think he's a bad actor. When I watched him in that one with Dennis Quaid, he actually was a decent young actor. Oh um, well, you know, he's he, going to get
0: that second chance, so we'll see what happens. Because I mean, yeah, if if yeah. that fails, then okay, fine, but.
1: And he's going to get a chance for more meaningful dialogue. Because now he gets to develop the the Darth Vader. Like, we have a persona. Now we're going to get more of that persona. Like, we're going to get more of the the horrible shit this guy does while he's Vader. Yeah. And that's going like, to be cool. Because now we're going to get... And he's going to do it well, while he can still fucking move and shit. Like, think of the end of Rogue One, right? Like, we're going to get more of that Vader.
0: Yeah, like, and unless you've read any of the, the Vader comic books, I mean, there certainly hasn't been any on screen quote young vader except for like you said rogue one so unless you've read the comic books you don't see a lot of that stuff and he's done a lot of things between the movies that you you don't see so yeah
1: that'll be and i'm I'm gonna say right now i think if this goes well i will not be surprised if they give us a vader thing like a vader series of some sorts where he either does like he creates the Inquisitors because that's a rebel thing for those that watch Rebels they know what I'm talking about, or he does his old like they they take the video game and let it be lore and they do something with the video game and they bring his you know his own Dark Apprentice type thing in. So they, and they could do it and they could and he does well I can see them playing with this.
0: I could see that show working sort of as um not an anthology but basically. You know, maybe each episode or, or every couple episodes is a different point in his life as Vader. You know, like filling in the holes that we didn't see uh, in the movies or, or I guess these TV shows now. Like there's, there's definitely possibilities for it, for sure.
1: Yeah. No, I love it.
0: Uh, speaking of Clone Wars, it looks like they're essentially sequelizing the Clone Wars with uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch which looks to be a animated series, much in the same way of Clone Wars and Rebels, same sort of uh, animation. I know nothing about it except in the little trailer I saw. Uh, I saw Admiral Tarkin was in it, so I don't know what time frame it's coming in exactly. but uh, Star Wars Visions, which is animated shorts, uh celebrates star wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best japanese anime creators coming 2021 not for me but nah, eh, whatever i don't mind i mean maybe they'll turn out really good i just it's not on my radar
1: well what i do like that they're doing with a lot of these titles and i'm not sure what specific ones they are because I'm, I'm trying to find it but i can't find it is a lot of them are going to be like a weekly show. So we're going back to something that we grew up with and Disney's capitalizing off of that and they're giving a weekly show again. So here's a new episode once a week. Yep. And I, I even talked to one of my daughters about it and I was like, yeah, you're going to be like we did. Wait till Saturday or Friday or Thursday or whatever and you're going to get the episode. And she stopped and she goes, that's what Mandalorian's doing. I said, yeah. But she goes, I don't mind. That's kind of cool. she like get all week to, to get excited for it. And I said, yeah, exactly. And she goes, now there's going to be like Four or five things that are going to come out every week, like maybe a Star Wars, maybe a Marvel, maybe a Disney. And I'm like, yeah, probably that's how they're going to do it.
0: Yeah, once because, it gets going, I think it'll be all right. I think the problem with like season one of The Mandalorian was there was really nothing else to watch on Disney Plus at the time. So you're really like you said, if you can alternate or, you know, or you've got a couple shows to watch per week, then yeah, you're just, you're just I, I do problem with that.
1: that. Just getting set for the lineup on the weekend. You got your Friday or Saturday or Sunday show or your Friday and couple on Saturday or something. yeah. yeah. I think it's great.
0: Uh we talked about this I think before cuz it I'm pretty sure it was announced uh but they all again confirmed uh coming in 2022 the Willow series on Disney Plus starring yep. Warwick Davis obviously. I don't think you could do it without him, really. It'd be stupid I think. I I, I don't that character is so iconic. Yeah, and so associated with him unlike every other character he's played that one is him he's not behind a, a mask or weird makeup or in a droid or or what have you that's him so i think for even the leprechaun one you know they they replaced him and you're like eh, okay but this is yeah it had to be him and i would like val kilmer obviously to be a part of it somehow i know he's got some serious health issues going on right now and i don't know how feasible that is but uh i'm excited for it it's early there's really nothing there's no photos there's no film nothing uh for it yet but
1: i don't know why i feel like what they'll do is such a typical thing where they'll get the first season kind of taped and going show it to val get them motivated Give him whatever help he needs to get him ready, and then we get surprised with him at some point in the second season with a Mad Mardekian. And we're always wondering, like, we'll hear about him, but we don't see him, and he becomes like this unicorn thing, and then all of a sudden we get him. And I just feel like that's the what the recipe will look like. And if it is, that's great. And I hope it is because hey, why not Val? A very iconic character for Val, starting his career and jump, you know, helping jumpstart. Like he was not unknown, but it certainly was a big, big role for him. And yeah. uh, how, how cool it because I think there's still a good, decent working relationship or friendship between him and uh, Warwick and I think some of the other cast members. So why not?
0: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, there was a time when, if you thought of Carrie Fisher, you didn't think of, oh, she's ready to film something. Like she was, she was definitely in a place where that was hard to imagine. Um, and yet they do it. um Billy D. Williams, yep, he was in a place. I I saw him a couple of years before uh, he showed up, and I was I thought, oh, he's done, and that's fine. You know, you're retired or whatever. But I, I, my understanding is Val Kilmer had or has uh, some form of throat cancer because I know he's had surgeries and stuff. So who knows? It'd be great though if if he can make some sort of uh, appearance, even if it's you know maybe not a full series run but if he can pop up in a more stationary role obviously he's not going to be running around swinging a sword or what have you but it'd be nice just to see him so uh, yeah that's the, the Willow one <clears throat> um, th- this came across to me like kind of a fuck you to Warner Brothers in that I think Disney is still a little bit bummed that Warner Brothers took James Gunn for as long as they did. And I think they realized they blew that. So uh, in around shortly after that Warwick or so sort of the Willow announcement, there was uh, a video posted by Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> that starts off very it, 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 it almost looks like she's going to do like a top gun movie. She's on like a, a, a runway. She's talking about speed. She's talking about how her dad was a, a fighter pilot and how she always wanted to do the best, like fighter pilot movie. And she's doing something while she's talking about it. And then she says, you know, I, I, I finally found the story I want to do. It has two of the things that I love. And she puts on an X-wing fighter helmet And she's got the orange jumpsuit and she's walking down the runway and she's walking to an X-Wing fighter and it comes up and it says that she will be directing Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which is fucking bananas. Like, I don't even know what that is going to be, but if done right, like if you if you literally blend like the the Top Gun fighter aspect of it or even just the fighter aspect from the Star Wars movies and you have a compelling story with it. That's it's great. I, I'm I'm fully on board. And she's clearly a good director, and she can clearly do action and and story. So I'm I'm fucking amped for that. Now it's it's a couple of years out. It's just been announced. There's there's nothing, no real details on it. But that's the first movie uh, I believe that they've announced for the next wave of, of Star Wars. Uh, movies because they had famously said after the last uh uh star wars movie that they were taking a break from it so and they had so this is uh this is interesting i don't know what do you think of that that, uh that reveal that news all
1: right listen i love the fact that like patty there's been a lot of like hoopla about patty just being a woman getting to do these things and I love that it's so normalized now because she's just a fucking good director Mm -hmm. and she's getting opportunities with really high profile properties that, you know, these are, these are multi-billion dollar entities that are just handing her keys. And I'm so glad to see that because I, I think she did no wrong with Wonder Woman. I can't wait to see 1984, um, Wonder Woman 84 and, and just... I think, I I really believe it's not just, there's no carte blanche to this. Like, oh, just because you're a woman. She's just a damn good fucking director. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think she's definitely proven herself. She is going to be able to do something awesome with this. And it takes a title that I would not have otherwise been overly excited about. And now I'm excited about it. Because I wasn't the world's biggest Wonder Woman fan. And now, the film Wonder Woman is probably my favorite DC film. And it's the one thing that will, has to be still going back to watch it, like to watch the DC properties, that and Aquaman. And that's only because I like Momoa. Right. Um, so I, I just look forward to her going to elevate another element of Star Wars that like Mandalorian, I wasn't too like, eh, I wasn't a big Boba Fett person. I uh, wasn't a big like this story didn't really mean a lot to me. And now just watching good quality people work with these products I'm so excited to watch her work with this product because I wasn't too keen on the Rogue Squadron. Like this didn't mean a lot to me, but I think now it will.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm really curious. I don't know when this is going to take place. I, I My guess is in around the time of Luke, like maybe within a few years before or after I, kind of thing.
1: I really think they're spending a lot of time in the space after so i think from strikes back to return of the jedi and and beyond i think they're spending a lot of time in this space before ray right you know what i mean i think they're spending a lot of time in the space that leads up to um oh my god why do i forget the name of the the first of the last three movies
0: Rise of Skywalker? No.
1: Jesus no. Christ, Why?
0: Force Awakens?
1: Force Awakens. I think they're they're going to the, the space they have, the runway they have. Yeah. Up to Force Awakens is lots of content, right? And you know, even McGregor's the right age for Obi-Wan. Anakin is the right age to play um, Vader. You got Rosario is the right age for Ahsoka. You've got like all these these other pieces that let you play out this timeline. Where you kind of had to wait for that, really, to be honest with you. I mean, I know you could have special effect it or cast different people, but they've patiently waited, and there's a, this is the right time to play in that space. And they're filling a gap from you know the one generation who this is their Star Wars movies to another generation who's this is their Star Wars movies, and now they're throwing something in the middle that both generations kind of kind of go shit. We all get this together. Those are my characters, and then those are your characters, and like it's all going to lead together. And I think it's going to blend that timeline. And if you think about it, you've got you've got at least 10 to 20 years of timeline to play with there, right? Because Luke goes from, you know, when he t- knocks out Vader. He's probably in his, like, late 20s, early 30s, roughly. And when he shows up in Force Awakens and Last Jedi, he's, like, 50, 60, roughly, right? So, sorry, you've got, like, 40 years you can cover. All kinds of shit can happen in there. And, and it's great. Yeah, and... I think, this, I think this is the space they're playing
0: in. I think it's interesting um, that this is the first uh, movie that we've actually uh, talked about in that so far really in that span of any of the Lucasfilm stuff. Everything else has been series and I wonder if they're going to do, we'll talk about this shortly here with the MCU stuff, but you look at the MCU stuff and they're very much lining it up so that the shows and the movies intertwine. So as you said, I wonder how much of that, how much of the, the star Wars shows will uh, have overlap or connective uh, tissue. How much will this, you know, will this movie connect to other such things? Will it connect maybe to see uh, it kills
1: me? You haven't watched Mandalorian because there's another angle I would love to talk about, but I will not spoil that for you.
0: Well, look after, uh, after the announcements, I'm, I'm, I'm... Well, I was coming back eventually. Anyways, I got to watch Mandalorian, but I'll uh, I'll definitely be getting it probably there's within the a, next week. Yeah,
1: because chapter 11 and 12, there's a whole other angle that ties into all of this that you would go, this makes more sense now. Even, even yeah. more sense. Like right now, this makes a lot of sense, but there's another layer to this that you're like, yeah, I can totally see this all now. And I think Road Squadron will make more sense to you as well.
0: All right, so... Um, the only other there, – there's really no details, but at one point they did show um, – Kathleen Kennedy went up. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy who – oh, she's going to be fired. Uh, I don't think so. At least not right now. Uh, they showed all of the uh, the logos of the, uh, the, the upcoming Lucasfilm projects. And a couple of the ones that they didn't talk about in detail are um, Children of Blood and Bone – which I have no idea what that Book is. Series. Okay. Uh, Star Wars a droid story. Yep. Presumably. I think it's a cartoon. Animated, yeah. Um I think that's it. Oh, Star Wars the Acolyte.
1: Yeah, that one's a mystery based on Coruscant. It's like a mystery thriller type series that's gonna take place on Coruscant. Okay. So that that means it takes place clearly before Star Killer base, right? Because Starkiller Killer of course on. So it's all this timeline. I think it's really playing with this timeline. And it makes me really wonder if Sebastian Stan is going to be cast as Luke Skywalker because they're going to need a Luke Skywalker that's not 60.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if they're going to like just de-age uh, an like a face map an actor or, or what they'll do.
1: Honestly, I know you say all that, but have you seen the Instagram post of uh, Seb- Sebastian Stan's face on, like, over top of the Luke? It, no. it looks like a 30-year-old Luke. <laughs> it's it's really creepy. Like, Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I think to myself, why not? They have probably own his soul, like, based <laughs> on how much Rosario Dawson's doing for them. And I'm going to get into some other actresses as we talk about, actors and actresses that seem to be doing a million titles for them. Like, Think about the fact that uh, Chris Hemsworth is doing this National Geographic stuff for them. And Chris Evans is playing the voice of a major animated character. So I'm thinking like the contract that Disney had them sign for Marvel was probably a little more. It's a blood contract. Yeah. yeah. It was your soul. You sold your soul to play these characters. And I get that. It's cool. <laughs> so, uh,
0: okay. So the only other ones left on the Lucas side of things was there's uh, a Lando yep. movie or show. I don't know. Show. Okay, now, do we know who's playing Lando? I haven't, Is I haven't it, confirmed uh, Glover yet. I suppose it depends on the time frame.
1: There's some contract conversation going on, apparently. So you're right, it depends on time frame. And to be fair, you can, depending where you want to place this, um, I, I think you got to... Lando might have to be older if they're going to put this in the time frame that's after Return of the Jedi before Force Awakens. Lando actually needs to be older. Now, the age easily make up and make Daniel Glover older. and It'll work. Um, And he did very well. I mean, I think he was one of the saving graces of Solo. So I hope they do that. But I don't know. They they haven't confirmed anything. And I just feel like it's another thing they're leaving in the air for us to – save us announcement later during a quiet period like oh shit we got nothing to put out there okay now's the time tell them daniel's signed up meanwhile he's already been fucking recording on set like oh yeah yeah, i think that's what they're gonna do for us on this
0: and then the uh the only other uh and it's not a star wars project they have confirmed which i i don't know if it's a good idea or not but they've confirmed the fifth and final indiana jones film with Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't it, know. I, I think a, it's I watch a lot of Bob's burgers. I'm just going to pull my Tina right now. <laughs> Cause uh, <laughs> I just, it, you're
0: already one step in the direction of selling the franchise. Do you really want to do that again? Like the potential, I just, I don't know.
1: With Shia, I think it's uh, it, with Shia LaBeouf busy. Oh,
0: uh,
1: uh, uh, that was uh, mm, uh, uh. It's not good. And yeah. and <laughs> like, and I still like Shia Buff. <laughs> so that that's nothing to do with that. Um. Anyways, yeah, I just just let it go, folks. Let it go. Yeah. Like, hey, uh,
0: the less said about that, the better. I mean, unless they they show up in like six months with a sizzle reel, that really blows me away. I I'm all I don't know.
1: comfortable with Harrison Ford's career dying when he fell down the shaft after being stabbed by Kylo Ren. We're cool with that. Yeah, we're cool. With yeah, his, that didn't happen in real no, life. No, but we're cool. That's the sig- signal of his entire career dying. We're cool.
0: He needs to take like the Sean Connery approach and know when to retire.
1: Yes, he 100% knew how to do it. Class act, motherfucker. Rest in peace. He knew exactly what to do. And Harrison Ford, for no reason I can understand, there's not divorces. There's not things that. Well, maybe there's stuff we don't know about, but. Deep down, is there a bunch of like airplanes he's trashed? I don't know legitimate children. I don't know, but at the end of it all, just just hang it up nobly, man. One of these yeah. times, it's not going to help you. <laughs> like, yeah. Or the problem is the Harrison Ford, like his his. I think maybe he got. Maybe, I'm just totally guessing here, but maybe he got reinvigorated when he did play Han Solo once again in the new movies and found a fire the back inside of him to put these characters that help define him. And all of a sudden he's like at home playing with a fucking whip. Cause he's like, well, this is what I got left. And some stupid guys like, all right, let's do it, man. And it was more like a bet. And now they're going to do it.
0: I mean, I want to hope it's more of, okay, I clearly shit the bed in the last movie. I need to either stop completely or see if I can redeem myself. And he somehow feels like he, they can redeem that now, character after I just.
1: Depending who directs, it. I don't know if they announced it, but there's yeah, also. It's, um, oh, sorry.
0: James, Man- James Mangold, the guy that did, uh, I believe, did Logan and uh, okay, maybe, maybe the Wolverine
1: as well. Indiana Jones is dying and that's going to be awesome. Because if you're pulling that guy in, the level of work he did with Logan and how he took a character, knowing he had to end that character. That was a big thing. He had to end that character. It was a requirement. Jackman, everybody was on board that had to end. And no one's going to tell me they didn't like Logan. If you're a comic book or superhero fan or just general movie fan, Logan was fucking good. So I think they have brought – that's the right person to wrap up India jo- Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones yeah, it's will like die.
0: It'll be, yeah, it'll be the old man indie yeah. instead of old man Logan. And,
1: and he'll die and not need to have a torch passed. It's not like, here we're going to pass this to a young guy. Fuck it. He's going to die. And that's
0: it. dies alone. Just, sad. It, just, it ends.
1: It ends in the middle of a mystery or ends in the middle of something he's solving. And he was about to solve something really big. And it, it dies and it dies with him. Which is the symbolic kind of thing. I just see that happening.
0: Uh, okay, so I'm going to burn through a few of these, because we got to get into the Marvel stuff, which is the other big chunk. Uh, there is a Muddy Ducks series coming out called Game Changers. All I, have
1: to say, all I have to say is the fact that they got Emilio Estevez is the only reason yeah. I'm going to watch it, because I don't really feel a need for this. But they no. got Emilio Estevez, and it's taken place right where they left off for the last movie, so... <laughs>
0: Uh, there's a remake of Turner and Hooch coming to Disney plus sure okay, why I don't know a
1: good movie I don't know why you had to remake it anyways carry on.
0: yeah, uh something called Big Shot, which is about uh high school basketball uh girls' high school basketball yeah, it, John stamos uh,
1: yeah and i I actually wouldn't have cared that you said John Stamos. I'm like, oh, great, is that made it made you care. On, okay hold on, does he help kids? falsify their applications to universities in the U.S.
0: No, that was his girlfriend. You're getting them wrong.
1: Sorry, it all blurs together. (laughs) Did we end up in jail?
0: Yeah. Uh, What else we got? Something called the Mysterious Benedict Society, which is uh, based on a series of books.
1: Okay, and naive me. I read it and I thought, oh my God, it's something on Cumberbatch, but that shows you how much of a Cumberbatch fan I am. I'm like, oh, no, it's not. All right, carry on.
0: Uh what else here? We've got three original movies inspired by real life stories of uh, people I don't know. I think they're athletes, Chris Paul, yep. Giannis, I can't say the name, and Keenan Lowe. Yep. Uh we have something
1: called Hold on. You did mention the TV series based on the alien franchise over on. I haven't got there yet. Okay, sorry. I thought three were uh
0: no we have something called flora and ulysses which is a original movie for disney plus looks like a kids thing i'm
1: gonna find a section here where you are right now so carry on
0: uh we have the of course it wouldn't be a disney announcement without another live action remake this time we have the little mermaid however interestingly enough javier bardem is in it uh oh, and- i'm sorry the cast is amazing. Melissa McCarthy,
1: uh, Aquafina. I got it right here. That who, who's playing what, too? For those that are Little Mermaid fans, which, hey. Who's, who is who's Javier Bardem playing? Is he playing? The dad. Who is he playing? The dad. He's playing the... Oh, the, okay. the there's a, I had an infograph on this, uh, wherever it is.
0: So, yeah. Oh, McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy playing Ursula. That makes she sense. She
1: plays the sea witch. They casted a new young uh, actress to play Ariel. And it's actually a actress of color. It's not a white mm-hmm. white girl, which I thought was actually smart um and the uh the cast is I, I can't find it now Fuck of course i can't jacob jacob trombley is flounder yeah there's just so much stuff on you type you type in disney announcement it's like the first nineteen thousand pages of the internet it's uh, there's so much yeah so you got uh halle berry bailey bailey is playing yeah
0: Carith i i did the same
1: thing you did yeah. i read it first i'm like halle berry yeah <laughs> so anyways and yeah king the king is uh king tristan's Bar- bardem Sebastian's played by David Diggs. Uh, Flounder's the Jacob Tremblay kid from Wonder. Uh, Ursula is Melissa McCarthy. The Prince Eric is a Jonathan Hoyer King, whatever. Uh, and then yeah, Aquafina play is playing Scuttle. And I I showed this picture of my kids, and my kids were like, they just they blew up with all the young actors. They loved it. And so for the parents, again, the Disney recipe, you know, Javier Bardem and Melissa uh, McCarthy were like, yeah. And then the kids, my, my kids were all over the other five actors. So the, the Disney recipe, once again, they know how to do it. Well, you can say what you
0: want about Javier Bardem, but I will tell you from personal experience, the man smells delicious. <laughs> Moving on. We have a Chippendale uh, okay. original movie for
1: Disney+. Plus. This actually has me very excited. Because it's fucking Andy yeah. Sandberg, by the way.
0: It's basically a Lonely Island thing, because Akiva Schaefer is directing it, and Andy Samberg's in it. John Mulaney's in it, who's great. What I want yeah, to, I'm not for it. What I want to know, though, is it's live action. It's, I think it's a live action animated combo thing, yeah. I think. So
1: my hope of Andy Samberg playing the Chipmunks is that <laughs> yeah, not- he's playing Dale. <laughs> okay, how is this happening? Is he just, I, I
0: presume he's just voicing it, I guess.
1: Yeah. But with Lonely Island, he also could just be wearing a giant chipmunk suit. So I, He could be. I don't know. And for that, I'd be on board for it as oh, well. Listen, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm already just on uh, what you've given me. I'm watching it. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know. No, sorry. Was it Chip and Dale, the Rescue Rangers, or was it just Chip and Dale? Uh,
0: No, it says Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh,
1: my God. That was one of my favorite cartoons, man. This is great.
0: I I hope they have the original song. I mean, how could they not, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That is still one of the best television shows I've ever watched. Sorry. It's great. On. Uh, oh,
0: another Pinocchio. Oh, why? Why? So many Pinocchios. They wanted
1: Tom Hanks to play Geppetto, and they got it. So away they go. Uh, I guess. And he'll be good at it. And he'll probably be good enough to carry the movie.
0: So. I guess. But do we need it? Who knows? uh if tom, peter
1: pan if, and wendy tom hanks is doing it we need it his, bra, uh, his his barometer is good find me something he did that you ever said we didn't need i'll leave that with you carry on okay you're not gonna find it
0: i i don't know i just the story it's been done so many times uh, i mean i guess it's better that it's disney doing it's it it's been, been done so many times chance.
1: it's been done twice the original pinocchio the original and the one there was one attempt
0: isn't uh robert Downey jr trying to do a pinocchio movie
1: well clearly not now
0: well he might
1: or he's in, uh, this. He's in this maybe
0: jude law is captain
1: hook and peter pan and wendy okay sure yeah jude law come on again Using captain marvel i'm really i'm really thinking when you sign a contract you're you're hooked into a lot of shit you're not just hooked into one film just carry it on uh
0: we got a four shot of uh disney animation's first ever original animated series we have baymax zootopia yeah. tiana are, and Mo- moana those are, tiana and moana
1: yeah those are a great ideas so print tiana's from princess and the frog that, that's okay. the princess from there and Moana was the princess from Moana, which was the one the Rock was in, um, yeah. which was a really good film, by the way. One of the better songs out there. Just don't start singing it. You will go nuts. Um, but anyways, with that being said, then you've got Baymax. Baymax was like oh, uh, big,
0: big Hero 6,
1: I think. You know what? That was a damn good flick. And I can see this Baymax thing being really good. Zootopia, not 100% sure yet. But to be fair, if you watch that movie, they did create an entire alternate universe kind of thing with the animals being people right so and there was lots of fun characters in there like find me you know um how many times you can find that sloth meme about moving slow and like how they've used it a million times over so it it, it certainly was a a, a cultural pop culture uh big thing and and it resonated with kids because my kids were getting to the end of their disney life cycle um for the cartoons and zoodopia locked them back in for a little while
0: uh, let's see, we've got a another series for Disney Plus uh, called oh, where are we here? Oh, I can't even pronounce it. I- Iwaju, which is a science fiction series. It's a Disney animation and Pan-African entertainment company Kugali are teaming up for that. And then we're into Walt Disney movies again. We've got Encanto okay. uh, We've got Disney Pixar turning red Which looks like It's some sort of red squirrel Person, hold on uh, When she experiences The awkwardness of being a teenager With the added twist, when she gets too excited She transforms into a giant red panda I'm sorry, panda Okay, it's Pixar I mean, it's going to be good Oh yeah Disney Pixar Lightyear. This is the one you were talking about. Yeah. Chris Evans playing the original Buzz Lightyear. Uh, presumably, I, I guess, is it a, a human that the toy is based on? Or is he the first toy? That I'm not 100% no, sure. No, no, no.
1: Buzz Lightyear was a like cartoon series. And they made a toy for it. And Andy wanted the toy. And the toys were like you know, the new version of toys. They didn't know they were toys. So that's the whole thing. So he lived the persona of what he was sold. His commercials and stuff was his identity, right? Right. And the TV show was his identity. So in the cartoon, uh, sorry, in the, the movie, he was watching the cartoons, uh, sorry, the, the, yeah, the show and the commercials about himself, which is why he thought he had a laser and all this shit because that's who he's supposed to be. And then it was like the whole evolution of realizing who he was and then having value in that, right? kids from. okay
0: but this one so this is going
1: to be based on like the universe of the cartoon probably so it's like the okay. him fighting zerg and in space and shit so it's going to be like them giving us the cartoon that the buzz Lightyear toy was based off of that's my guess okay yeah which will actually be kind of cool like the adventures of buzz lightyear basically because it opens up the space and zerg and like all kinds of shit and so you can get a million new characters that you didn't need to think you could invent and all this stuff so
0: Oh my God, we're at the hour mark already. <clears throat> we haven't even got into the Marvel. But good news is we're pretty much there now. Uh, although, as you did point out, we, uh, we should mention that there was a few FX and Hulu stuff announced. A few? The big one the big one being, I think, that, uh, that alien TV series uh, yeah. that is being created by Noah Hawley, who did uh, Legion and Fargo, I believe.
1: I, 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 okay, yes, that's big but I think some of these other titles are going to be equally surprisingly great.
0: Um, what other titles? Well, BJ, what do you got? BJ
1: Novak is bringing the anthology series out platform. You've got Taika Waktiki bringing out the... It's, it's a, <laughs> like the Native American teenagers in Oklahoma, and they're calling it Reservation Dogs. I don't even know if that's supposed to be a comedy or it's going to be a bio, bio like biography documentary style. Um, and there was another one that was... Where was it? There's Jeff Bridges one. Oh, The Old Man starring Jeff Bridges. I don't know what the hell that's about. And then, of course, they bring American Horror Stories over. So American, the American horror, horror Story, but they're bringing American Horror Stories. And, of course, if you like stuff that already exists, Atlanta and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are going to be available to watch in their complete uh, series run as well. Okay. So that's quite a bit when you think about what they're bringing for FX.
0: To be fair, none of that I knew. I, I only knew about the Alien TV show. So that's good. I'm glad somebody was doing the research.
1: Yeah, I never do that. <laughs>
0: also, I want to apologize. I'm uh, through my first beer and apparently my sinuses have decided to seize up. So if you hear me sniffing. Are you drinking the well same shit as
1: me? Because it's like my beer clogged my sinuses as well.
0: <sighs> no, I'm drinking some Scottish ale called Highlander. Wait, wait. Highla- I think it's called Highlander. Is it yeah. dark? Smooth and Mellow Session Ale, brewed in the north. I don't know. I'm
1: drinking S- Smith Havens Brewing Company, Dunkle Weizen. Yeah, I, okay. I said Dunkle Weizen, or Weizen, depends how you pronounce the E-I-Z-A.
0: I like Weizen better.
1: Anyways, it's a darker beer, wheat, but it's a wheat ale, and i wonder if the wheat is what's making me a little uh, nasally. Maybe that's what's doing it to you, too.
0: Could be. I don't know. I apologize. Suck it up.
1: All right, let's dive in. I'm into my third. Don't make me pissed off. Anyways.
0: (sighs) All right. uh, The most recent show that is coming out that was shown a new trailer, which actually kind of explains a little bit of what's going on. That is WandaVision coming to Disney Plus January 15th.
1: Did you watch the trailer? I don't believe the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I think they're just fucking with us. I don't. I don't. They could be. I, I think because there's a... The theory that the how Scarlet Witch is gonna be this very, very significant character through this next phase of the MCU, I don't think they're giving us anything but shit that will be equivalent of a dream in her head. I think Well actually
0: and that's what I think exactly is what's happening is I think the loss of vision or that traumatic event essentially has put her into her own head and that's as she's just replaying what she thinks uh, is the perfect yeah. uh life with a with with a husband in this like fantasy world. Um there are snippets near the end of the trailer where that starts to break down. Uh they start to see uh uh Monica Rambo shows up. She doesn't know who she is. She's somehow blended in. There's somebody in the trailer that in the voiceover that says uh who's doing this to you, which I think is still a throw I think perhaps maybe I think either she's done it to herself or somebody's controlling her uh, her mind because she hasn't quite got that control yet. But it's definitely, as you said, uh, she's, between this, the Doctor Strange uh, in the multiverse uh, of madness, which is the next thing uh, that was announced, uh, and then another movie, which we'll talk about, all deal with realities and and multiverses. And that's, that's her to a T. So it definitely seems to be where they're starting with her character. Uh, so yeah, Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness. Uh, we knew Sam Raimi was directing, which is kind of interesting.
1: So, so Sam Raimi's directing that
0: Sam Raimi's directing the only other bit of news that came out of that was the character America Chavez is going to be in it. Who is a more um, modern character. She was a younger character, much like the new Miss Marvel was. And there's a new, um, uh, a new Hawkeye, which again, we'll get into as well. They're definitely starting to build up the next generation cool. uh, of characters. Cassie Lang uh, is probably going to eventually become, what's her stat- statue, stat- stature? I forget. We got our very first look at the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which comes out March 19th. When I saw this trailer clip I, I that's when I completely came to the point where it was like every one of these shows looks like a movie like they all look like they're all shot uh, with the same special effects, the same sheen, the same look it uh it's gonna be interesting the trailer doesn't or the whatever it is clip doesn't give it doesn't show anybody actually taking that mantle per se, but it does talk about how. There needs to be somebody carrying the shield. There needs to be somebody representing that uh, now that Cap's gone. So again, if you know the comics, both of these characters at some stages have played or have become Captain America for a time. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that clip?
1: No, I, I honestly, I haven't. I didn't watch any of the clips. I just, you and I were talking about an episode for us to film or sorry, record. Yeah. And then I said to you, um, you thought the, the all the announcements were the next day. And I'm like, no, they're already doing it. And I was sending you announcements. And so it was like, it was insane that they did this over like 24 hours.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, check it out because it, uh, it looks quite good, I think. Um, doesn't really talk too much about the story in the clip. It's only short. It's like a minute and a half or two minutes maybe. The next one that they did show a clip of was for the Loki show, uh, which I think is the first Uh, clips we've seen of that and it does they show in this this clip absolutely takes place from the moment in uh, which Avengers movie is it the last last, game or the the last one
1: when they they do the whole like we have to go back with the time stone yeah Yeah.
0: so he gets the uh, the uh, excuse me the infinity uh, stone or not the infinity stone Jesus Christ what am I thinking oh my god what's the blue one
1: the time stone no Oh my god! People are going to freak out at us. Yeah. Um, Anyways, he gets he the, gets the uh, blue stone.
0: He gets the cosmic cube.
1: Ah,
0: <laughs> ah. I'm, I'm not wrong. He gets the cosmic cube. Gets zapped away. We never see him again in the movie. However, in the trailer clip, they show him. He shows up in a desert, and then from there, he looks like he's time hopping. He shows up in different times so with you, different you people. Got the time stone. All right. You know what? No, because the time. Isn't that what the Doctor Strange one is? I'm not sure. I, you know what? doesn't matter. I think it's it might be the power one. Who cares? Point is, uh, it shows a bunch of random clips. It shows him in the TVA, which is the... Let me see if I get this right. Time Variance uh, Authority, which are basically time cops. Uh, and they are, their job is to, anytime anybody starts messing with timelines, they will they will stop timelines, they will fix timelines. That's their job. Owen Wilson is the head of it. <laughs> uh, there is a quick scene from behind in a purple place of some sort that looks to be uh, Black Widow. Presumably she is on the planet we last saw her. Or in that world, I guess. Hard to know. Uh, So definitely time is involved with this, which is interesting because as we go through this list, time
1: does not matter.
0: It doesn't. You get time and and multiverses and realities seem to be where we're going.
1: They're done. Marvel's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to throw a little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, we're not. We're going to take all this shit through a fucking cheese grater. And it's anything we want it to be. You got a bag of shredded stuff in the corner. We're going to put it back any way we want. And that's exactly what we're doing. And I'm sorry. That's awesome.
0: So it's comics is what you're saying.
1: Yes. Which is awesome.
0: Uh, There was a first look at the What If series, which is an animated series, each episode being uh, much like the old What If comics. uh, What if Hulk was Captain America, for example, that kind of thing. Just crazy scenarios, so that could be interesting. (laughs) Uh, We have Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings has uh, revealed their cast. I believe they finished filming. Well, I mean, just the fact that it connects to the Ten Rings is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like the whole uh, uh Mandarin aspect of it, so we'll see. Which is gonna make a lot falls. of sense
1: for some of the other titles they've announced. It's gonna thread together nicely.
0: Um They've they showed a short clip of the girl playing uh, Ms. Marvel, the, the young kid, Kamala Khan, which is a series coming late 2021. Uh so Jesus, oh, so that's one, two Three, if we count that movie. Four. I mean, five. There's four series and at least one movie so far announced for 2021. Uh, Captain Marvel 2 was confirmed with director Nia DaCosta, which I think she's the one doing the new Candyman movie, but I could be wrong. Um. Brie Larson I'm, returning.
1: I'm, okay, I like Brie. Let me let me let me get this started. I like pre- Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I liked that. I thought it was good casting. I think she's good at it. I don't know what all the rumors and bullshit is. If it's true, if it's just bullshit. Um, but I sent you that article where like there was there's that article and many others that were really like leading towards the fact that she wasn't going to be around anymore and they were going to recast it with possibly. Um, What's her face? for That plays Cara Dune in Mandalorian. And there was another person there eyeballing. But anyways, I'm glad it's wrong. And I hope it's wrong. Because I do think she's a good Captain Marvel. Um, and, and I'm hopeful that they continue giving her a chance to be less... I don't want to say robotic. I don't think she's overly robotic. But based against the other personalities of characters, they need to get her smugness to drop a little bit. And that's not her smugness. I guarantee you they told her to be smug because if you watch her in other films, she's not smug. Um, so the hope is that, that that's where they take this and she gets to develop a next level personality. And they, they did they not hint at Ms. Ms. Marvel uh, or whatever? Uh, yeah, she's, Ms. She'll,
0: she'll be making an appearance in Captain Marvel 2. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yep. And there's a rumor that they could do the interaction with Rogue, giving Rogue her powers... Uh, that might take place as well. I did
0: hear that rumor as well, that yeah, that Rogue could make an appearance in Captain Marvel Uh, 2.
1: Which would give her the powers, which they can do because they have the budget to give her those powers. Where like the Rogue we had in the X-Men movies back in the 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, they didn't have the budget (laughs) to give her the powers they needed to give her. Or or maybe even the capability for that matter.
0: Yeah, she only had like, One of her powers, basically, the the power sucking.
1: Well, they did the old like, okay, we're not going to give the, you've got everything at this moment. Um, We're just going to play it like you don't have anything. Everything I read
0: about those rumors, from what I can tell, they mostly led back to one person who was pretty anti-Brie Larson. So it's hard to know. That character is... You see it in the Civil War uh, two storyline, which was basically her and uh, Iron Man. They're very similar in their Type A personality, very stubborn. Where she's more direct and business oriented. Tony's fallback is his quote charm. So I think that's where that shows up for sure. I do think um, her character will will certainly evolve, and I'm I don't know, I enjoyed the first one, so I think the second one should hopefully be. Yeah. Should be quite good. And
1: they open up such a universe with her, right? Like space becomes wide open. Like there's just so many good things with Captain Marvel movie. Well,
0: and so much to the point where, and I'll jump ahead a little bit, is we have another uh, Disney Plus series, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Which is Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as – Oh boy. One of the uh the is it, scrolls. Is it, not, He's
1: the, Tavos or something like that, isn't it? Tavos, yeah, that could be it. That could be, yeah. So I I can't remember names of people in my daily work, I but I can remember names of like an obscure scroll.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if you follow that story in the comic books, essentially, I mean it's not gonna be the same exactly, but the idea is that the scrolls have been have infiltrated Earth for years and which is hinted at clearly in Captain Marvel the first movie at least since the 90s uh they are able to take the form of human beings especially those in uh in power and in the uh, Avengers and and X-Men and have hidden the originals for years and years and years so the secret invasion idea is really interesting and much like Marvel how they like to go back and change things so that if you go back and watch a marvel movie a second time five years later it's completely different because oh shield is actually you know whatever a hydra or whatever there's always things to go back on so this secret invasion thing could be quite interesting because you know they're going to show characters that you had seen before and now find out are actually aliens and not uh, human beings or whatever they were
1: yeah i think that might be something we get with colson
0: Yep, yep. I I would not be surprised if he uh, if he's involved in that for sure.
1: Which explains why, like him getting shot, wasn't the end of him.
0: We have uh, a new Hawkeye series, which we talked about briefly, um, with uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, taking uh, uh,
1: by the way. Like even she she looks phenomenal
0: from those leaked photos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And even when I shared it with my kids, like they thought they loved the fact that it was her. When I said it was the girl from Bumblebee, they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's going to be great. It is instantly yeah. loved the idea of the product before it even happened. Uh,
0: so she should in theory be learning the ropes from Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. Uh, he in theory should be retiring. That's late 2021 as well. So like 2021 is just jam packed with uh, series,
1: which also makes me think they're going to move stuff around as they tend to do.
0: They could. Uh, We've got uh, confirmation now, even though she had denied it after it came out, that Tatiana Maslany will be playing
1: uh, the She-Hulk. Yeah, I wonder what the denial part was. I wonder if she got told to deny it or what.
0: Could be. Um, Mark Ruffalo is set to come back in as Hulk himself, obviously. Uh, But the big one that was interesting about that, besides confirming her was that uh, Abomination is going to be in it. And it's, uh, uh, I forget his name, but the one that was in the uh, Edward Norton Hulk movie.
1: Uh, Timothy Roth.
0: That's it. I'm on fire. So that's that's cool. Yeah, you're just remembering names like left, right, and center. Uh, We've got uh, Moon Knight as a Disney Plus series, which again, I think we knew was coming, but uh, really no information on that one as of yet. Uh, and just announced uh, Ironheart, which, again, we kind of knew would probably show up. Exactly. As a, it needs to happen.
1: Yeah. That's getting tied in with that other uh, War Machine property, isn't it?
0: I would be surprised if it doesn't. So that's the other one, Armor Wars, which is Don Cheadle coming back as War Machine. Another series for Disney+. Plus. Like,
1: like the idea that his uh, Tony's armor, you know, his biggest fear, his tech gets taken again?
0: Basically if I remember correctly, his suits turn on, like in the comic, his suits turn on him and he has to fight them off now since he's dead. It looks to be that it's going to be uh, Rhodey that's going to be the main focus of that uh, storyline. So presumably somebody must be getting control of the armor, I would presume, which could be cool because it could mean that they're going to bring back... um, uh, Yeah, AIM.
1: I think that's that's totally what it is. And I think that makes even more sense when we think about Another announcement that I don't want to jump to just yet because I think you're saving it for the end.
0: Well, you'd let me know if i if I if I hit it or not, because I may, maybe I don't have it. Uh so we know James Gunn's coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy three. What we didn't know was that apparently next year, or maybe twenty twenty two, I forget. Yeah he's uh doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yep. Which sure sign me up i don't that and, and
1: can, he admits that he was influenced and loved the star wars holiday special as a child
0: life day man life yeah. Day.
1: yeah yeah so that's
0: uh i don't know what that's going to be but that it's disney plus again it's so they're just jamming it yep uh i am groot series of shorts on disney plus i don't know if that's animated or not i I don't know.
1: You know, it's supposed to be Uh, um, the live action, but it's just shorts. So don't get too caught up, people. They're going to be like eight to 10 minutes. They're going to be just that baby Groot or teen Groot. It's going to give us the timeline. I think this is their way of giving us some Groot before Guardians 3. And Guardians 3, he'll be like a young adult.
0: Yeah, I think with the holiday special and with that, it's definitely a tie-over thing because the Guardians 3 is not until 2023. So I think they're trying to... Keep you remembering the Guardians in the in the meantime. Uh, some new casting news for Thor Love and Thunder. Christian Bale cast well, as Gore the God Butcher.
1: I guess it's casting news because they finally admitted what he's doing.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he was uh, in the movie, but they hadn't said who he was. Uh, I think he's the villain, or he's at least yeah. a villain.
1: Oh, no, Gore the God Butcher, if you don't know, Gore the God Butcher's... Sole purpose is to go around and kill Asgardians because his family was killed by them. I don't know; it wasn't directly. I think it was indirectly, but they were killed by uh, uh, Asgardians, and so he takes it upon himself to go and rid rid the universe of Asgardians. That's his whole purpose, and he's capable of doing it. And he gets some sort of crazy sword he steals from or gets from uh, Lady Death. So, So we could get the Lady Death character that we didn't get with Thanos.
0: Right, right, right. And I did hear that, um, I don't know if it's confirmed, but apparently Sif uh, is supposed to make an appearance she's in it. In a, she's, in she's, coming back she's
1: in love and thunder, yeah. Yeah. Which is important uh, because I think she's supposed to be the Valkyrie love interest.
0: I actually heard that as well. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's
1: interesting. Yeah, I haven't done sure. my homework, fans.
0: Or fan. It just turns out this is what Adam spends his free time on, anyway, So or, this is a perfect. Or, or fan, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. So this kind of blew me away because, again, this opens up a lot of doors. They announced the Ant-Man 3 title.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which is Ant-Man,
0: Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania yeah. with Kang the Conqueror.
1: Yeah, no, and I love it. And uh, what's his face? The Is it Jeffrey Allen? What's his name? The guy from the, the insurance commercials, the American um, ins- progressive insurance commercials.
0: Is playing Kang?
1: Yeah, they show
0: a Jonathan Majors. Is Jonathan that who it is? Major,
1: sorry, I'm no, sorry, sorry. That's the same guy yeah. though. He's from those commercials.
0: I need to see who that. Is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Interesting. He was
1: also in well, Brooklyn Nine Nine.
0: <laughs> well, and Kang has an interesting story because his is all about going through time to try to bring his uh, his wife back.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, the typical. I'm not a bad villain. Yeah, but. <laughs> but because my wife died and I can't save her, you're all going to fucking die. Yeah. What are those? storylines? So we have, we have him. Who's
0: a a big part of time travel and and timelines. We have Loki who is getting involved with an organization that looks after timelines. Uh, We also have the different uh, multiverses going on. There's it's crazy stuff going on. And then they, Did the only thing that I'm super concerned about. Uh, So they announced a Fantastic Four feature film. Which, look, I hope it's good. I really do. And it It is the director of the Spider-Man movies. It will be. But the the last three Fantastic Four movies, and mostly the last one, have been...
1: The only reason they announced powerful. Fantastic Four is because they have confirmed John John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. other words, they wouldn't have announced it. And I believe that because she played the new Mary Poppins, which means they secured her soul as well.
0: Now... I haven't seen any confirmation on cast. I've only seen confirmation on the
1: director. Oh, I know. No, I know, I know there's no real confirmation. This is oh, a okay. thing. But you're pretty sure. Because she played Mary Poppins, a, oh, it's a property, the, it's the, they now yeah. own her. And yeah. this is it's, what the blood,
0: uh, it's the blood contract. It's
1: back yeah. to the blood pack.
0: <laughs> the only other thing... And you know what I mean. Fantastic Four fits in again with this with the the multiverse, the timelines. I mean, that's that's Fantastic Four territory for sure. Reed Richards, absolutely. Uh, the Quantum Universe. That's all. That that makes sense. I don't know when that's going to be, but uh, that was announced. Uh, the only other thing that they mentioned was that Black Panther Two will not recast Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther, which. I I mean, I guess they have some sort of idea. The only thing I heard was that it was going to focus more on the people of and the world of Wakanda. I yeah, presume but- they're going to split up the story more, but I don't know. I guess it could just be
1: a guy in a suit. Right. But- so they, they don't need anything other than the guy in the suit. His voice is there. They can piece that together. They know how to do that tech.
0: I, yeah, I, I guess. I just... It's interesting. I, I don't. I don't blame them. I just don't know why. Maybe just don't do a Black Panther two so quickly. I don't know.
1: It's not quickly. I think I get where they're going with this. I actually don't think it's a bad idea. They need to do it first of all. So I'm not against that. I think how they're doing it makes sense to me, um, and it's respectful. They're doing it in a way where they're not going to disgrace anything the guy's doing. Okay.
0: Did I miss something from the Marvel announcement? Marvel specifically? Because I have one other thing that's not Marvel directly, but it's a co production.
1: No, I don't. Not that I can think of.
0: Okay. So the only other thing, it wasn't part of that announcement, but I think it came out within a day, maybe a day before. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Spider Man 3.
1: Oh, yeah. Has there ever been?
0: Yeah. It appears now that everybody who's ever been in a spider-man movie and i don't mean a marvel spider-man movie i mean any spider-man movie uh seems to be uh being cast for this new movie yeah as far as i know right now we have uh emma stone coming back as gwen stacy yep we have Kristen dunce coming back as um uh oh, jesus uh, mj okay. yeah or, well mary jane i guess because we do have an mj uh we have Electro coming back, which is Jimmy weird. Fox, yep. Jamie Fox. We have Alfred uh, Molina coming back as Doc
1: Ock. Yep. We're getting Sinister Six.
0: I think that's how they're filling out the Sinister Six. The remaining members are going to be pulled from the other movies. Uh, as far as the rumors go, again, this stuff isn't absolutely confirmed, but it's very likely Based on people that are in the know, it sounds like uh, we have both Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield uh, showing up. Uh, now, I just and again, we'll talk about this more in another episode. But I did just finally get around to watching Spider-Man uh, into the Spider Verse, and I, I gotta think it. that they looked at that.
1: I haven't, but I think that is what's uh, going on here.
0: You ha- you have to watch it, but yeah, I, started, I think there. But I stopped. We 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 definitely have an idea. Uh, that Marvel's moving into a a multiverse, uh, a different timeline thing. And to be fair, something that DC has already done with their Flash TV show and presumably with the Flash movie when it comes out. But it does look like we have basically three different Spider-Man series of movies merging into one. And we did get a hint of this at the end of the last one with J. Jonah Jameson, But at the time, we were just told, well, it's the same actor playing the same character, but that's it. Well, it seems kind of fishy to me. But uh, the big news that is even less confirmed but is kind of mind-bending if it does happen is allegedly Charlie Cox is coming back as Daredevil and will be – uh, Peter's lawyer, as well as Daredevil, in the show, yeah. meaning that they will then connect themselves to the the Netflix series of shows by association. So potentially down the road, maybe a Jessica Jones uh, tie in somewhere. But th- if that does happen, it just it opens a door that we that we haven't had open before because we were kind of screaming for some of those characters to show up, especially in like the uh, Infinity War and Endgame kind of thing. So. I don't know, man. I think they're looking at the Spider-Man movie like it's just their play thing just to do whatever they want to do. And it seems really exciting. I, I, it's, it's kind of like that the thing with The Flash where we're going to see a Michael Keaton Batman, uh, presumably a, you know, a Ben Affleck Batman. This multiverse thing is, I don't know if they've just realized that they can do like absolute comic book tropes now in movies because why not? And people are smart enough to understand what's going on. But the uh, yeah, the Spider-Man thing is uh, very interesting. And they're filming right now as far as I know.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's a great idea. I think it makes perfect sense. I don't know why else they would – why not do it? And if you're going to open – you open the door up with multiverse, just go for it. All in. All in. It, make it, it, make it, it work. It'll work. You don't have to struggle to make this work.
0: And it definitely seems like with the, the multiverse and the timeline thing – we are obviously building towards some sort of large villain that. I mean, we've had Thanos. I don't know. If we have a Fantastic Four movie coming up down the road, does this mean we're getting into like a Galactus thing? Or are we is going in Doom, a different direction?
1: Doom then Galactus? What is it?
0: I think if it's a Galactus thing, it's got to be more than just the fantastic four, but I could certainly see. Although again, do we, I don't know. Do, do they do doom for the villain for fantastic four again? Or do we do like the mole man or something? I don't know. Doom's,
1: I, don't, I don't know. I, I would normally say Dooms big. You got to do it. However, why, how do I put this? They've proven to us. They can do other villains when we expect it to be a certain villain. Right. Yeah. And they can do really well with it. So I'm wondering if that's what we get. So we get, we get the mole, man, we get something that everybody doesn't think is going to be the right choice and they do it and they knock it out of the fucking park. So I don't know what other, you know, pieces, or they can do like the silver surfer is like the piece, but they don't give us Galactus right away.
0: That's true. They could, they could introduce um, silver surfer in an earlier movie and then build up to a Galactus thing. Like, I, I don't know enough, other than like Kang, I don't know enough about villains that would tie into the 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 multiverse, the timelines, that kind of thing. But when you say Fantastic Four, the big one that comes to mind is Galactus, right? And that would certainly yeah. be a villain that you would easily be able to get uh, like another Avengers type movie together to, to go against. So that could make sense.
1: No, I agree. I, I, I agree. That would make sense. And uh, I'm trying to think, because I just feel like Gore, the God Butcher, in Thor in Love and Thunder is going to open up a lot for us too. That opens up a really nasty group of villains. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say to that. Really, I think it, it no, creates something different than we expect.
0: And we still have the X Men question, right? I mean, we've got Wanda clearly building up her powers. There's, the, like we said, the the talk of perhaps Rogue showing up in Captain Marvel 2. There could be a whole side of X-Men stuff that hasn't been announced yet or, you know, that will show up. Maybe they're going to introduce one or two X-Men in different movies until, you know, we've kind of seen them all and then combine them. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's hard to know. It's It's still early days, but this was a huge a huge dump of releases in such a short span, my mind exploded and I knew there was no way we were going to be able to do anything else as well as talk about this. I mean, we barely touched on every one of them and we're already at like an hour and a half. So oh, I know. I mean, it's crazy. It's so much happening. And it's, if ever there was a question like, well, I don't know the first year Disney plus was, it was okay. 2021, i mean i think i counted seven series coming out and that's just the ones that they announced today yeah so it's insane plus i'm really looking forward to whatever comes out on that star portion of it because i for me again the disney plus back catalog is great but definitely it's it's not scratching that itch for more of the um for lack of a better term more like the fox movies uh, of our youth like that the adult action the the predator the alien the die hard that kind of thing and i think if that's what this ends up being that's that's perfect like that's a, that just is just another
1: it's a whole new generation of stuff i don't even know what to think of it just yet
0: yeah it's uh it's fucking wild times man
1: nothing to complain about
0: no i got i I mean, you know. Besides, if I look outside my door, but if I just look at my TV, it's uh, it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what they're thinking about right now, right? Yeah. Is we need to how do we how do we do things that quite frankly is going to keep people a little less insane, a little more sane.
0: It's funny because I think this time last year when they did their investor uh, call. They said uh, by next year they predicted 60 to 90 million subscribers, and when they did it this year, they figure they're going to be over 200 uh, over 200 million subscribers, which is actually going to be more than Netflix has. That this is yeah, what they're assuming. They're at
1: 86 million right now. Yeah, so
0: it's a huge jump, but I mean, unlike last year, they definitely are wholeheartedly pushing out top tier content throughout the next two to three years so far that we even know like who who knows what else shows up like it's crazy so yes I will be getting back on Disney plus I gotta get caught up on Mandalorian so we can talk about that
1: hey, you did your Disney plus didn't you
0: I did cuz honestly after I watched Mandalorian and I watched a few of the other things I, I was done for a few months
1: i watched the Nash geo not geo stuff mm-hmm. so that that tied me over that
0: new marvel documentary series looks kind of interesting as well so i want to check that out but uh yeah i don't know do you have anything else to uh to chime in is there one of those announcements that's like top of the list for you that you're looking forward to
1: um well for me i'm still hooked on thor uh, love and thunder i want to see that i want to see natalie portman do her thing I, I just I think Natalie Portman will do good for Jane it'll do good for the storyline. It brings Thor back to the the potential leader is you know, leader type character that he'll be for the uh, Avengers going forward. It, it it's all good. I look forward that's that's my title I'm excited for and I get disappointed cuz I keep feeling like it's going to be a little bit earlier but it's not it's actually going to be a little bit further. So that that's, that's my thing right now.
0: I think for me I think for the Marvel side of things, I think I just because my affinity for captain America, I think I really want to see how the Falcon and the winter soldier plays out also because it's a series that I'm somewhat familiar with comics wise. And then I think on the star Wars side, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the Hayden Christensen thing plays out. And, uh, and the rogue squadron. I want to see the time frame for that. And, you know, is this going to be a, a, a movie where we see like, like bigs and like the, the, the other side characters that, that Luke flew with, you know, are we going to see some Porkins? Are we going to finally see Porkins actually do something relatively worthwhile?
1: Yeah. I, I don't think the, I don't think we're going to get more of them to make them worthwhile. I just think we're going to get maybe a little backstory on them. I don't know. I don't have high expectations for that.
0: I just wonder if it's going to be like a rogue one type thing where it's um, like a group of pilots who stories. essentially go on a death mission, like a, like a suicide mission. And
1: yeah. then there probably is more missions like that. We're not thinking of. So I'm not sure what that looks like, but I do believe that's probably what we're getting. Something like that.
0: I mean, it, it could be as simple as it's the, it's the other X-wing pilots and it, it ends uh with with the death star fight and and how they help luke win that fight i don't know it could be something completely different it probably would be better if it didn't end with that because then you're essentially just retreading a movie that's already happened you could certainly reference it or or have part of it uh involved but uh i don't know i think it'll be interesting to see we're still early days on that for sure though
1: no for sure i know i I just like, I'm excited about all of it. And I don't. Disney has taught me at this point, as excited as I get, that they're just going to give me more. So get excited. Yeah, be, be ready to go. But on the flip side, don't get caught up with what you heard just yet because you're going to get more.
0: Yeah, I'd say the only thing I'm disappointed with, and disappointed might be a strong term, but what I'm not really anxious about is the Indiana Jones. I just... I don't think that's a good idea.
1: Oh, God, no. I think it's a very bad idea. And again, did they just part of Harrison Ford's apparent contract? Do they need to be doing something? Is this part of the we buy you for life story? I don't know. Like, I don't know what what's going on here.
0: Yeah, if anybody has any inside information, if you actually sell your soul to Disney when you uh, become a Disney employee, that how let us know.
1: <laughs> I'm curious because I, I, I'm starting to think it is. And I get it. If you do like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm yeah, just I mean, saying it's I guaranteed get paycheck, a very large paycheck. Let's be fair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right on, sir. Well, I think we, uh, I think we pretty much capped it and I'm sure anything that we missed, we will uh, pick up on our proper episode. But uh, as I said, we definitely wanted to touch on all this news as it was relatively fresh in our minds and craziness ensues. But uh yeah, it's exciting. It's crazy. I don't know who's... So we've got HBO and Warner Brothers made their announcement stuff. Disney's made theirs. Is there any other big ones? I mean, Disney owns everything. It's kind of hard to say. Probably not. I think that's it.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Warner Brothers I... kind of had their big thing in the summertime, right? When they re- revealed the Batman footage and, yeah. and the Snyder Cut announcement. So, yeah, I think that's uh, that'll settle us down until uh, until the new year, until we get more uh, Disney stuff.
1: Yeah, and the only thing that gets me is the pushback on all the dates and stuff, and I'm still on the fence on whether we're getting this in theaters, are we getting this, I don't know, that's a whole other issue. I know there's conversations we got to dig into with, like, Chris Nolan and all this shit, but we'll, we'll get there.
0: We will. this is a very special episode celebrating Disney Christmas 2020 uh, <laughs> and all their fantastical announcements.
1: Fantastical announcements that's all i got
0: yeah so uh thank you for joining us and we will be back with a regularly scheduled episode which means whenever it shows up at some point in the future
1: you got it